Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I am D. Paul Thomas, actor, playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America here in Indianapolis, Indiana, on this beautiful Saturday, April 29th day. And joining me all the way from the left coast, let's not hold him responsible, but always entering stage right is my co-host, wonderful actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a very good day to you, Philip. How is everything going out in Los Angeles? Uh, Los Angeles is uh, sprawling, and, um, you know, something happened the other day. I digress. I just thought of something new that I want to talk about please, right off the top please, of my head. But, for, but first, I want to say, uh, you know, we, we, we've talked before about June gloom, oh, um, yeah. uh, which happens in May and June, where it's low clouds in the morning, it burns yep. off in the afternoon, which is due to the heating of the inland deserts, yeah. and it sucks in the moisture. Um, until things equalize. Well, I saw an, an amazing uh, satellite photo uh, yesterday of uh, California, mm-hmm. crystal clear from the coast in, whole yeah. length of California, top to bottom. The whole ocean was white, meaning clouds. Oh. I used to think that this June gloom thing was more a, a product of uh, Southern California, mm-hmm. but the whole state is crystal clear and the, there is no ocean it was just clouds that come right to the ocean and as a, uh, a fan of meteorology and as you've indicated sometime a, a pilot uh, these things these things interest me and sure. it was uh, it was quite a fascinating you want to talk about a contrast of, of just white nothingness and then the beautiful um you know top topographical uh um a view of california so yeah. that was uh yeah. That was um, uh, quite lovely. Quite I, saw, lovely I, I saw a picture the other day, and it, boy, it was not a. I, I think I saw it on Andrew Sullivan's uh, Substack, uh, and uh, it was a picture taken from someone's window in Los Feliz with the mountains, the San Gabriels in the background. I mean, as they were just popping out. So in between this gloom and post the rain, you've you've had some swell days too, haven't you? Yes, in fact, uh, yeah, we had, we had a beautiful April, which gave the painters time to finish, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, and, good, and, good. and now we're going into a little uh, a little June gloom time. But the weather is warming up, and I, you know, in in terms of uh, the living conditions, weather wise, I am not complaining about yeah. California. But I would complain if I were a resident of San Francisco, oh, yes. uh, as uh, we, we we you know. Uh, uh, we know what a hellhole San Francisco is becoming. I know if you live up on Knob Hill, maybe, and, yeah. or in certain places, Nancy Pelosi's house. Um, but a tremendous part of the city is really going... Well, uh, nothing, it, nothing immune from crime, that's for sure, that's including Nancy's true, house. In, including Nancy's house. You're yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, uh, but this, this is how bad it's gotten. A, Please. A very liberal, leftist, gay man... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check all the boxes. Yeah, <laughs> who he who was one of the city supervisors. Um, he represents the mid market area, which is in the Tenderloin district, which <laughs> has recently had the the um, the infamous uh, situation of the uh, flagship Whole Foods market, the market where 
all yeah. the right people go to, as we all know, uh, in San Francisco, on yeah. Market Street, in fact, in the Tenderloin District. It was closed. They closed it down. And they wow. closed it. Yeah. They closed it down for worker safety, retail mm -hmm. theft, shoplifting, mm -hmm. and it was right next to the, the huge uh, uh, drug market with um, uh, syringes on the street, rampant homelessness. In in mm. in 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 in, uh, in in some uh, nobody. Why would anybody want to go there? And the people who do go there rob the place blind. So this is uh, yeah. this was a big deal, by the way. And by the way, other stores. A number of Walmart stores in Chicago, oh, yeah, yeah. South and West Sides are closing too. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's the very think of this: the very people they're supposed to help. Oh, I Let's know. Let's say Walmart, the place for the regular people to shop in, because oh, yeah. because they are being destroyed and robbed blind. They are closing the stores and making it even worse, which is another outcome of leftist politics. Defunding the police has not worked, Philip. Defunding the police has not worked. And in fact, uh, uh, Representative Supervisor Matt Dorsey, again, leftist, uh, Democrat, gay, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, said uh, the, and he represents uh, uh, the district that uh, the uh, Whole Foods was in. Yeah. He said he is, um, he's uh, uh, revealing that he is working on a charter amendment, city mm -hmm. charter amendment uh, that would mandate a minimum number of police officers in the city. Now, the reason he wants to do that is he sort of knows the rest of the council would never approve that just as a matter of uh, passing something. So uh, this, uh, this proposed charter amendment would require the approval of San Francisco voters in the next election, which is March of 24, mm -hmm. rather than the simple approval of the board. Mm -hmm. And um, he has said if the board... Uh, goes against that and won't allow that uh, to move. Uh, uh, if they don't approve the amendment, he will go with a, um, a fellow uh, um, uh, supervisor, yeah, supervisor uh, and, yeah. and, and go to the, and just go and get the signatures to make this happen. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so, so San Francisco, uh, so, you know, <laughs> it, you know, one thing leads, one thing leads to the next, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, uh, so, I, so it's become that bad that someone in that camp is, yeah. is, is bucking the trend. Well, listen, Philip, you may mess with our downtown. We may have a lot of homeless. We may have a lot of needles. We may have a lot of disarray on the streets and everything else. We may want to defund the police. But you start messing with our whole food store, and we're going to get serious now. <laughs> The irony of it all. That's right, because who cares about Safeway? Safeway's with, you know, the yeah, regular yeah. people oh, shop, yeah. but Whole Foods, you know. Oh, uh, we're the deplorables that go, you know, that's <laughs> uh, one. into Walmart, rather, and but no, into Whole <laughs> Foods. We call it here uh, Whole Paycheck. Whole paycheck. Well, it is whole paycheck. Uh, uh, yeah, but the, but you you you've stepped over the line now that you've uh, you've taken the uh, the 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 people who matter, the important people, their store away. Well, well, well. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I saw something the other day related to defunding yeah. the police. West Hollywood, yeah. which is an independent city, mostly gay, yeah. uh, very leftist. They last year, I think we might have uh, hit on this. They are reducing. The police presence, and they initiated people who wear a uniform who walk around who are basically community. Uh, um, I can't think of the word, but but people who just you know will will sort of keep the peace just by being there. Their presence. 
Well, they're, they're listening. Well, here's what happens. <laughs> Someone had a video just the other day yeah. in West Hollywood yeah. of a car. Some, somebody must have gotten PO'd at yeah. someone in the car. Yeah. And yeah. this guy starts kicking in the rearview mirrors and, um, you know, out in, in a rage. And the guy in the car gets out and they start this fist fight. And one guy kicks the other guy, punches him, throws him down to the ground. I mean, you know, something that the police would really do something about. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Right there, mm-hmm. standing with their arms folded. Mm-hmm. Are, are two of these guys, mm-hmm. community relations people in their mm-hmm. uniforms, and you know mm-hmm. what they were doing? They were just watching it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, yeah. well, hey, look at that. Yeah, well, so, you know, yeah, so, so yeah. much for so much yeah. for crime being reduced by by putting just people who care about the community. With these two bozos stood there while these two guys were kicking the crap out of each other. Um, this goes yeah. along with the defund the police. Let's do that because it's such a great idea. Great idea, and I say God bless your San Francisco supervisor up there. A good gay Democrat who has seen the least a little bit of the light and wants more police there in the Tenderloin District. Why, yes, Mr. Not? Dorsey? Yes, Mr. Dorsey. Our hats off to you, Mr. Dorsey. But listen, uh, Philip, it has been a, a crazy busy week here, and I want to get into our main topic. Of course, you know that. Uh, I don't know. You may have missed it, Philip. Did you did you miss Joe Biden's announcement for you know candidacy, candidacy for another four years? Did you miss that? It's 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 so important. Um, I, I'm not sure he remembered he did it. <laughs> you know the old thing here, Joe. Read this. Oh, okay. Oh, seventy oh. percent apparently of uh, people responded that they. Wish she were not running. I guess and, he hasn't gotten the message. And this includes Democrat and independents. Yes. The numbers for independents are, like, are, are staggering. You know, you would expect Republicans. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, he's, I just, uh, yeah. I, he's I, neither I, here nor there. In, well, tru- I, in truth, he's, yeah. he's, he, he, might be, he might be the president, but he truly he's is neither, neither here no, nor uh, there. Seriously, I call it. I call him in absentia. But that's a. I like neither here nor there. It's like the kid that you know. They asked him where he had been, and he couldn't remember. And the little kid cries out, "Ireland! Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, I was in yeah Ireland." I mean, it's uh, it's reached a point where it's very sadly embarrassing. But well, you do me- know by the you do know by the way. Yeah, what? and and this is even admitted by the White House through Axios, which is a far left uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, media outlet that yeah. uh, uh, Joe Biden's day goes from ten a.m. to four p.m. Boy, I like that day. Yeah. Those are good hours, aren't they? Yeah, bankers' <laughs> hours. But, but I don't think he knows he's not a banker. No, he just happens to have the most important, responsible job in, in the re- world. In the world, <laughs> but I only work from ten to four if I can't help it. You know. Yeah. Well, there we are. But you know, the real shockeroo of the week, uh, if there's such a word, uh, from my vantage point, it was such a surprise was the uh, rather abrupt exit of Tucker Carlson from Fox News. There goes the number one rated show in cable news. And I just wanted to get some of your thoughts on it, because it really did come out of left field, didn't it? On some level? On some level, yeah. Uh, as as the week has gone by, you know, everybody leaks uh, leaks here and yeah, there, and you yeah. start and you're starting. We're all starting to get some idea of the background that that he's. Uh, 
uh, on some levels, been on thin ice uh, with Lachlan, who I believe uh, uh, Murdoch, which is uh, yeah. Rupert's son, and also Rupert uh, tends at ninety-two years old tends to act uh, quite hastily. He he he's a reactive kind of guy, yeah. And so things uh, that the public didn't know, but uh, the, I think what really got um, uh, Tucker is he he's an indep- he's an independent thinker, mm-hmm. and. That's not allowed, and I believe through whether it's cable TV or broadcast TV news, I'm talking about that, mm-hmm, that, that mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I think he became and has become dangerous. Mm-hmm. Dangerous in the sense that there is, you know, it's really a one party world. And I'm not just talking Democrats and Republicans, I'm talking Democrats. Corporations, we've talked mm-hmm. about ESG and the media now. It's a one-party town that uh, everything is driven by the donor class. And Tucker Carlson, being an independent thinker who has gone against the grain of the standard, uh, in fact, Carlson the other day said something. Uh, he, he when he came on and for his own like a ten-minute thing on, I think it was uh, Twitter, Twitter after yeah. he got fired. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. he talked about this. What I'm I'm talking about that mm-hmm. that uh, that um, it it is a one that you that let's say on CNN or MSNBC or even Fox, you get a panel of people talking. No one says anything worthwhile. It's all it's all like it, it's a show. It's a little. It's a dog and pony show. And what. Tucker's problem, I say that in quotes, was is yeah. that he became an independent thinker. I, I, I noticed this a couple, three years ago, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you know how everybody, you know, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, as much as they're good, that you know what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about the news of the day and take an angle on it. Whereas Carlson would come on and he would start saying things as an independent thinker going against the grain, whether yes, it had yeah, to do yeah. with a, a, a different view, not the corporate donor mm-hmm, view mm-hmm, of say mm-hmm. the war in ukraine yep. or or the uh, or january 6th or mm-hmm. or the 2020 election or this gender affirming insanity mm-hmm. he he started talk he every night it would be like what's he going to talk about tonight it was, it was always very exciting to see what he was going to say mm-hmm. and so so in a sense it you know, from the other side, he was slowly digging his own grave. But it, it, something really came up. Uh, some of our listeners might have uh, seen a, a week ago. Um, uh, he he spoke in front of the Heritage uh, Foundation, right? A, a, a wonderful speech, and he he really talked about something that 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 struck me, and I think it might uh, resonate with our listeners too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He said things have changed. This is not the old, uh, as he called them, quoting him, we write our papers, they write their papers, you know, mm-hmm. position papers that right, Democrats right, and right, Republicans, right. and right. may the best papers win. He says, I don't even think that's what we're watching now at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're watching a debate on how to get the best outcome. I think that's completely wrong, Carlson said. There is no way to assess, say, the transgenderist movement with that mindset. Nobody writes a position paper on that. People are rioting and telling you if you don't like that, you're a hate monger. So he's saying policy papers don't account for it at all. You, If you have people who are saying, I have an idea, let's castrate the next generation. I'm quoting mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Let's sexually mutilate children. I'm sorry, that is not a political debate. That has nothing to do with politics. 
And so, and, and, and so this has become, I think what he, I think what he is saying is that uh, there's always a, um, a culture war, you know, uh, but th this culture war, I believe, is going from a cold war that can very easily at any time become a hot war. Uh, this is me saying this. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and he also referenced uh, in terms of how where things are going, how things are getting screwed, uh, skewed, excuse me. Well, yeah. some people are getting screwed, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he also referenced uh, Secretary, mm. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen last year asserting, oh, yeah. Your asserting former, that... Former re high school buddy. For, uh, yeah, my, the junior high and high school, Janet. Yeah. Uh, uh, she asserted last year that regulating abortion... So this Treasury Secretary getting mm -hmm. into the abortion debate, yep, 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 she said, this. would have very damaging effects yeah. on the economy. Yeah, as women would have the nerve to leave the leave the labor force to care for mm -hmm, their children. Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. also noted that the drastic pivot, which the conversation about the sanctity of life has taken in recent years toward abortion as as a positive good. Yeah. So abortion is good. You know, we're sacrificing children because the economy will pick up. Yeah, if yeah. we kill more babies, the economy will pick up. So this is the kind of stuff uh, 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 Carlson was talking about. He's addressing, yeah. And yeah, address, and he yeah. also, uh, you might want to address it. He talked about it as a theological phenomenon oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, no, I do want to. I do want to respond to that, but I, I, I just want to affirm, uh, I think your, your, your general take on this is spot on that uh, the simple truth of the matter is a message was sent from the top brass on down uh, that uh, no one is safe. No one is safe. If uh, we feel you're stepping uh, out of bounds and you're not uh, towing the corporate uh, party line, uh, you're out, you're out. And, uh, oh, by the way, I mean, it's funny, you know, you want to talk about his being uh, courageous, et cetera, et cetera. Did you see this first week? It was basically Brian Kilmeade who uh, was tapped to fill the first week for Carlson's old time slot. A rather tepid choice, don't you think? I mean, you know, by contrast, it really was. And I disagreed with him a lot. And I'm talking about talk Tucker Carlson here. And I disagreed with him on certain things he would say regarding the Ukraine. Yes, even on January 6th, I had different uh, um, thoughts and nuanced uh, 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 opinions uh, re regarding, uh, you know, his his um, uh, uh, view on, 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 on really countless things. But here's the point. I was just grateful that he was willing to question and challenge the dominant narratives that he was willing to go out into the deep and say, have you looked at it this way? Have you thought of that? Is this a possibility? Might it not be? And in so many cases, whether it was the whole, the whole COVID hoax at some point in relationship to, uh, uh, you know, the cause and the source and uh, the efficacy of all of its uh, different applications, he has been right on target. But let me just move quickly, Philip, if by, I may. By, by, by the way, yeah. you, 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 you used the word that, that he questioned. He questioned. Do you remember back in our day, back back in the uh, in the in the sixties uh, and seventies? Yeah. The, the the hippie and liberal thing of question authority. Sure. Remember that? Well, guess who's in charge now? Those people, the left, the ones who were yeah. wanting yeah. to question authority. But can you question authority? Not a chance. As as illustrated uh, 
by Tucker Carlson. He questioned authority. Yeah, and yeah. the leftists who run who run this country now said, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, 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 no, I, no. It, it just struck me when you said question, yeah. question authority. That was like a big mantra back in the day. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, the speech that you referenced that he gave a week ago Friday to the Heritage Foundation, he, I thought he had some wise words in there, but I, I have a word of... Uh, advice myself, if not encouragement, uh, uh, that I would like to suggest. Uh, he, he, he said in that speech, I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future, and I hope you will. And he also noted, Philip, what he described in it as a, as a really massive moral decay across the country. He issued warnings about the future of Western civilization. So again, whether it's Ukraine, the transgender ideology, the restraint on free speech and religion, Tucker at least was being bringing this moral compass to these various subjects. But what where I would encourage him to look closely, and uh, I don't think Tucker is one of our subscribers, but if he were to hear. I would encourage him to reevaluate his association with accuser, the Episcopal Church of the United States of America, which he identifies with. His uh, family is a long standing, uh, in terms of from his wife's family, part of it. And I, I would, I would challenge him to consider changing his religious affiliation if, in he, in any way, shape, or form, wants his political worldview to be in alignment with his religious worldview. And he might want to consider the Anglican Church in North America, which is, again, the breakaway church from the Episcopal Church. It's a Christian denomination. It's Anglican. It's here in the United States. It's here in Canada. It's here in Mexico, Cuba, etc. They're headquartered in Ambridge, Pennsylvania. I uh, fortunately was honored to receive a, a, a letter from their first archbishop regarding a discussion we were having. Foley, uh, Foley uh, Beach is their current uh, uh, archbishop. And by the way, they were founded in 2009 when they broke away, former members of the Episcopal Church. They were dissatisfied with the liberal doctrines and the social teachings which they considered to be contradictory to traditional Anglican belief and Christian doctor. So in this transition, he may want to take a hard look, in spite of some of the familial association with the leadership of the church, of that association, because they are putting their blessing upon the very things that he is challenging traditional conservatives not to participate in. Well, if you're going to a church that's put its its blessing on it, that gives people permission. If you don't want it politically, I question whether or not you can keep that affiliation religiously. This may seem harsh, but you want to know something? When we sit Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, listening to the homily, what comes out of the authority of that pulpit has an enormous impact on the body politic. All you got to do is remember uh, Obama's church that he went to for years and years and years. Remember? Remember his good pastor? Yep. Remember what he said about America? GD America. 
Maybe there's a reason that she came, his wife, and said, you know, this is the first time I've ever, what was her phrase? No, the first time I've ever been proud of my country. Yeah, imagine, imagine. So anyway, that, that Philip, that's kind of my final word on, because on, believe me, he will not only land on his feet, he will land on his feet. and um, Big time. He, <laughs> big, big time. Big yeah, time. Yeah. I, I see where somebody thinks he ought to, he ought to uh, uh, cozy up and, and run with, uh, uh, and one with the Kennedy kid, <laughs> put together a, a new little party or something. You, you wanted, well, by the way, one thing uh, that, that's, that's come out this week is yeah. he had some kind of deal. He is still under contract, Fox. And 21, that, $21 million dollars a year, I think. And, yeah, and they are going to, it looks like they are going to try, and he has obviously retained, retained the services of, a, um, uh, of an attorney. Uh, they they want to <laughs> keep him under wraps through the, ni- the 2024 election. This is the conservative Murdoch family, so that's interesting. You know, you said something about uh, mm. uh, about uh, about the church. Think of it. Is isn't? I'm nowhere near as religious and and as knowledgeable about the the church and the Bible as you are. I think everybody, all well, of our listeners, know that. But but you know, isn't the idea of religion not just the belief in God, but always searching for uh, an inner peace and an inner truth, and and God's truth. Uh, I might not be articulating it well, no, no, no. but when 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 people of the cloth, supposedly, as you were saying, the uh, new Episcopal um, uh, uh, um, offshoot, and the same with the Presbyterian, there's the leftist. These are the same people who want to talk about God, who are also denying the truth. Let's say. Mm-hmm. about men and women. Mm-hmm. And they are telling their flock, they're telling their flock that a, a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man. That is untruthful. That is a lie. Yeah, no. And they are talking yeah. about it as if it is, is a good thing and a, and, and a valid thing in the eyes of God. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's insane to me. No, it it, it I, is. I would never. Yeah, yeah. Someone can call me a transphobe all they want. I don't care because it's wrong. It's 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 disgusting, and it is not the truth. It is a denial of truth. And for people in the church to deal on those terms is is sort of flabbergasting to me. Right, and 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 again, you know, uh, not just by virtue of my liberal past, but by virtue of uh, my uh, cardinal uh, uh, position within the church, which is is that God loves everyone. Yes, God loves Dylan Mulvaney. Yes, we love you, Dylan. We just don't have to support your TikTok parade to your 8 million followers and believe that it is doing good. We can have a different position and really not be. You, 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 you are not. I don't believe you are transphobic, Philip. You may be called that. You, may, you, 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 you will be. I am. I have been. I've been by members of my own family. And you just say to yourself, listen, 
because we have a difference of opinion here, you better get used to it because it's happening around the world, and I'm going to address it in just a moment. And by the way, Philip, speaking of around the world, I mean, let's just take a moment, if you if 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 you don't mind, and and go into uh, what's what's happening in your PS uh, right under our nose with what is it? Which which administrative branch is doing this radical experimentation again? trying to figure out more uh, scientific information regarding gender dysphoria. Yes, this, this uh, uh, um, is, you would think what I'm going to talk about, and our listeners might think what I'm going to talk about, is, is, is satire and a parody. Yeah. Listen to this. Yeah. The National Institutes of Health. Ah, the NIHS. They are recruiting volunteers... Mm-hmm. for a study on the effects of having one's testicles amputated. The National Institutes of Health is funding a study via a women's health grant. Think of that, women's health. That is recruiting people as young as 18 to uncover what it acknowledges as the, mm. quote, unknown, unquote, <laughs> cardiovascular effects of surgically removing testicles on patients diagnosed with gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm. The observational study is looking for 30 gender diverse biological male participants who are interested in the orchiectomy procedure, which is also surgical castration in medical literature. Right. Okay. But so... But that, but that's is what isn't it? A, isn't it a little late? People have been doing this for a long time, and now they're going to be doing a study, and they want people come, come, come. Let us let us cut your genitals off so we can do a study. Yeah. This yeah. this this the the the, the, the trans women, <laughs> which is a joke, appear to be at greater risk of cardiovascular disease and blood clots compared to non-trans adults, meaning. To, people who have not been castrated. And the effect of this on uh, uh, risk among uh, uh, the, uh, the quote-unquote trans people is unknown. But this, this study with 30 people to, to, to chop their stuff off may change blood vessel function, metabolic health. So, so, so mm. this is... is mm. but, let's, but, but, you know, let's just keep going anyway. Let's keep, let's keep castrating people anyway... Before we even know what the the the, the ramifications are, I'm, I'm, this I'm, is yeah. this is staggering it, to it, me. It it is stunning, and yet it's where we're at, and it's where our tax dollars are going. For some reason, I'm having a flashback, Philip. What was what was the study done on African Americans uh, regarding syphilis? This oh, the uh, the uh, the Tuskegee thing wasn't exactly it? No, the study. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was uh, yeah. Um, it just it, it it it's putting me right back into that into that time frame in That's relationship right. to the fact that. You know, they would go and and do something so aberrant and heinous. Yeah, and to make and, guinea pigs out of human beings. And 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 here, 
here we are. Well, this is this is leading me right into my P.S. Philip, and right into my heroes. Uh, collectively, I say it. I have referenced them in the past, but I just I want to I want to move into it because, in a way, it's a definite extension of of again some of our themes. Uh, with all due respect to <laughs> Tucker Carlson, uh, but the Anglicans in Africa, my good Anglican brothers and sisters, uh, have rejected the Archbishop of Canterbury for his support of same-sex union blessings. Now, Philip, my play 35 years ago that I wrote, done around the nation, actually affirmed on some measure same-sex blessing. I was assured by my liberal friends at the time, hey, we just want to be affirmed. No, we're not interested in same-sex marriage. No, we're not interested in trans marriages. No, we're not inter- interested in bisexual marriages with threesomes. All of this is coming down the pike, Philip. Liturgy is being written for them. Now, do I regret that play? No, because I ended it with a monologue from the good bishop at the time in the play saying, wonder if God were right about everything. The Church of England's decision to bless same-sex couples, and this was just last February when we talked about it, Philip, continues to reverberate throughout the global Anglican community. And in a meeting of Anglican leaders in Rwanda, they deemed the move, quote, pastorally deceptive and blasphemous. The meeting voiced a no-confidence vote in Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby. They called on him, the Church of England, to repent of their decision. The statement reads, quote, despite 25 years of persistent warnings by most Anglican primates, Repeated departures from the authority of God's word have torn the fabric of the communion. These warnings were blatantly and deliberately disregarded, and now without repentance, this tear cannot be mended, said the Global Fellowship of Confessing Anglicans, Fourth Global Anglican Future Conference, which met there in uh, in in uh, Rwanda, in uh, uh, the capital, Kilgali, and and so it's the Kilgali statement. By the way, Philip, the Global Fellowship of Confessing Anglicans has about forty million members, and its churches include the one I mentioned that uh, uh, Tucker Carlson may want to uh, take a look at the Anglican Church in North America. the The statement wanted to further say we have no confidence that the Archbishop of Canterbury nor the other instruments of communion led by the Lambeth Conference, the Anglican Consultative Council, and the Primates Meetings are able to provide a godly way forward that will be acceptable to those of us who are committed, it's almost quoting you earlier, Philip, to the truthfulness, the clarity, the sufficiency, and the authority of the Scripture. Now, Philip, these, speaking of irony, these are the people. And by the way, by the time you take GAFCON and one of the other, the global south of Anglican churches, they represent about 85% of the Anglicans worldwide. And these are the people, 
who 200 years ago, an imperialistic Christian uh, uh, nation led by the, the British Empire came and evangelized and said, this is the gospel. Now they have come back 200 and some 50 years later and saying, oh no, it's not the gospel. We were wrong when we told you marriage is between a man and a woman. We were wrong when we told you this. And now you need to understand what really is our enlightenment. And so as a result, Philip, These good African, Anglican, by the millions, are being ridiculed, frequently even vilified for their orthodoxy, their beliefs, and the irony is amazing that it is now the progressive, the tolerant, the so-called inclusive Anglican communion, and yes, inclusive Episcopal Church of the USA that has willfully excluded most of its Orthodox brothers and sisters by opposing their, by imposing their westernized values upon them. It's a very imperialistic Christian state of affairs, wouldn't you say, Philip? Any thoughts before you go on to your hero? I, I, I do. This is, it. the irony here is so delicious. Uh, it, it, the irony is delicious, and I'm saying that in a, uh, a, a in, in, in a sense, sarcastic way. That that the, the the all the, the white uh, let's say uh, people in the UK, as opposed to any white people, have been accused of going around the world as colonialists and uh, yeah. and uh, not uh, having any regard for those black people in Africa or the Asians uh, or the American Indians or, or whoever had was was um, uh, uh, colonialized, yeah. colonized and colonialized. And for this to go back to exactly almost the same thing as you just indicated is that saying to all those millions of people in Africa, mind your place. Yep. You, you homophobes. Yes. What's the matter? Can't you come into the 21st century and get with it? And And, and, and to me, this is... Personally, this is no comment at all on gay marriage or not gay marriage. I'm talking about the 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 uh, uh, doctrine of 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 the church that please come and be with God, you you poor you you poor savages in Africa, and they go along with it, and they are the most orthodox and I would I would uh, um, say not only orthodox but strongest believers. Now they feel no 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 no. No, 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 you savages and homophobes. Well, that's delicious. So yeah, much, no, so much yeah. for the Anglican Church, the yeah. Church of England, and the uh, yeah. well, and the, and, the and, Archbishop and, of Canterbury, and that crowd. And it's a dying church as a result of it. And re- you just hit on a just a little side note there. I, I, I want to underscore again. It doesn't matter. You can be for same-sex marriage all across the board. But we would ask that you honor and respect what is cardinal to what you believe, and that is freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And if you have 80 million Anglicans in Africa who say, this is what we believe, then you allow them to believe that without vilifying them, without ridicule them, without ridiculing them, and without trying to again ignorantly impose your westernized values upon them. Philip, 
And by I'm the little, way, by, yeah. by the by the way, this yeah. is and this is the, the by, by extension. This this is what the left does. If you disagree with the left, if you have traditional, as I like to call myself, a traditional, a traditionalist, if you have traditional and conservative or orthodox, as you uh, talked about the uh, the 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 African uh, yes. Africans in the church, you go against the leftist Marxist orthodoxy. And the only thing they do is call you names and call you some sort of phobe, oh. which is a way of which is a way of denying your existence. These are the same people who don't want us to deny some trans, some person who some guy who thinks he's a woman, that we we are being accused of 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 uh, of, of of not of of not being uh, being welcoming and inclusive. Well. We, we're learning that from them. Well, let's hope we don't learn it, and let's hope that uh, we can uh, actually point to a higher way. But I can't help but think, just based on what you were just saying, ah, maybe this is the reason why the DOJ is targeting traditional Orthodox Catholics. That's right. You know, we got to watch out for the That's church. Right. You got to watch out for them. They're, 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 they're the subversives. I'm they're the you. domestic terrorists. Someone... <laughs> What the sin of of still wanting the mass in Latin? Well, we got to do something about that, don't we? Holy I'm telling you, Philip, send us out on a hero, a quick hero thought uh, that you might have, uh, okay. please. Uh, all right, this this is this is pretty interesting. There there are two women uh, uh, that are. Um, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I just lost my. In in down in in the San Diego area, yeah. uh, there is a, um, a, 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 a two teachers mm-hmm. uh, in the Escondido School District uh, who um, have uh, started to uh, uh, rebel against against uh, the uh, um, what San Diego teachers in California. Two teachers in California, I lost their names, I'll get their names in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are suing their school district and the California State Board of Education over policies, hold on to your hats, listeners, requiring them to keep secrets from and even lie to parents about their minor age students. So what are we what are we talking about here? A California law has been interpreted in such a way as to require teachers to refuse to discuss anything having to do with their own children's sexual behaviors in school. The Escondido School District uh, in in San Diego has even provided a script to teachers for how they are supposed to respond to parents' questions. Now, two teachers are 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 are, are not taking this uh, lying down, and they are being um, they are being uh, um, uh, uh, supported by. Uh, I'm, I'm losing. They are being supported by a, a, an organization, that, and and their complaint uh, re- says that the, the the school district represented. They told the teachers that policies might be required by the state and federal law referenced on a page of California Department of Education, which says the website states. And this is what these two women are are fighting. 
mm-hmm. through the Thomas More Society. Their attorneys through, from the Thomas More right, Society are, right. are, 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 that, are, are, yeah. are are pursuing the lawsuit. Radical Catholic what, organization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they want the Latin, mass in Latin. But um, <laughs> the website states of, of, of uh, the uh, School Success and Opportunity Act. That's a mm. nice thing. Uh, signed into law in 2013. Mm. The right of transgender students to keep their transgender status private Mm. is grounded in California's anti-discrimination laws. This is hard to follow in a way, as well as federal and state laws, disclosing what a student, disclosing that a student is transgender without the student's permission may violate California's anti-discrimination law by increasing the student's are you ready? Vulnerability to harassment and may violate the student's right to privacy. Vulnerability to harassment. Is that presuming that parents trying to be parents are engaged in harassment? You better believe it. This is, it, it, you know, so this is, this is, so they're not only, they're not only, uh, um, the, the policies, uh, for teachers is to unhesitatingly accept a child's assertion of transgender or gender diversity. Right. Immediately using any pronouns or gender-specific names requested by the students. Right. But reverting to biological pronouns and legal names when speaking with the parents in order to actively hide information about the child's identity. You got it. So they are saying they will lie and telling the children Mm. to lie Mm. to to, uh, parents. This is not only school district policy, this is, uh, this is, um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and these this, this is this is state policy. This is this is yeah. mind-boggling. Yeah. This is Can, mind-boggling. I, I can't uh, find the women's names. I'm well, you'll, sorry. You'll, you'll find it because I'll respond for a second, and, and we want to just uh, 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 salute both of them for fighting back. You see, there was a time, and this is such perversity of thought, where it would have been like, uh, come over here, little boy, little girl. Come over here, adolescent. I'm your teacher. And guess what? You can tell me secrets. And by telling me secrets, we'll make sure mommy and daddy don't know. And as a result of all of this, you're going to become more of a whole human being. Because you see, you can trust me, but you can't trust your mother and father. There was a time in which we would have viewed this literally as such a perversity of thought, such an illness, such... Such, you know, suffer the little children. And it has now has become a fait accompli there in California. And again, it's only in these two ladies and others fighting back that we're and going by, to be able by, to... to, to I'm sorry. You know. No. And by the, by the way, uh, um, someone uh, was talking to uh, Randy Weingarten, who got, got fried oh, yeah. uh, on oh, yeah. CNN yeah. this week. Yeah. But, but some, somebody in Congress asked her, who, what are the roles of the parents in all of this? And she says, well, no, it's, it's parents and teachers are, um, are, are, are responsible <laughs> yeah. for the yeah. children. And I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm reading this, what, what I just uh, shared with our audience yeah. is, I, I'm sorry, are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding yeah. me? Uh, this is staggering, just just staggering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could find the teacher's name. That's but, all right. But I can't. But, uh, but send they, it to me. But but they are my heroes 
along with the Thomas More Society for representing them yes. to this absolute outrage of, yeah. of, again, undermining parents' rights. They don't have a right to know. Let's lie to them, just like you said. You yeah. can tell me. You know that. You know what that reminds me. It almost reminds me of. Hey, you want you want a piece of candy, little boy? No, no. It's it. it Are you it, kidding me? Yeah, no. It go it goes into darkness. It's that that simple. That's it's into, for sure. That's it's, for sure, it, Deepal. Yeah, it's into darkness. Well, God bless those two teachers, and God bless the Thomas More Society. And that is it, my friends. It is time to wrap up this rather lively discussion we've had back and forth today and on uh, way of reminder we do live in a crazy topsy-turvy world but it's a great country it's a free country that's why and so we plan on keeping it that way and doing our small part to uh, bring things to the foreground, bring things into the light. So we've got a lot to be thankful for. We're thankful for you, dear listener. And I'm thankful for you, Philip. This is D. Paul Thomas and... Philip Charles McKenzie. Inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>